Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach of the Natty Hour, and welcome everyone to episode 38. So I apologize again for being a little bit MIA. Um, As you guys know, it's a little bit of a challenging time of year, I think for most people right now, as 2019 comes to an end and uh, everyone starts to get ready for 2020. So I appreciate you guys for still hanging around and still listening when I decide or when I have time to do an episode. So this week, actually, I wanted to discuss competing, something a little bit different than what I have been discussing in the past. But what's inspired this week's episode was just due to me recently announcing, actually, that Kyle and I are actually going to be hosting a WMBF bodybuilding show here in Kelowna in 2021. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, you probably would have seen that maybe a couple weeks ago now, but this is something that has been in the works for a while and we're really excited to bring natural bodybuilding here to Kelowna. But now that we have announced the show, it's sparked a lot of interest, which is great, but I really think that a lot of people They jump into competing before they're ready, and it's nice that the show isn't until 2021, so it gives me lots of time to educate you guys and allow you to make the decision for yourself whether competing is going to be right for you or not. And I just think a lot of people, when they do want to compete in a show, they typically just jump into it and don't take enough time to do the research of what they can fully expect. And keep in mind, too, that some of the things that we're about to discuss today, it's very difficult to know exactly what it's like until you've actually gone through it. But I'm hoping that this episode will help just shed some light as to what you can expect just before you make a decision on when you want to compete or if it's even right for you. So competing, you know, it's becoming more and more popular every year. And what's even more exciting is that natural bodybuilding is becoming more and more popular every year. And I love bodybuilding. It's a fun sport. I love the dedication it takes to compete. But like I said, a lot of people, they just jump into it before they're ready or even fully aware of what's all included. So today I'm just going to take some time to go over a few things as to what I kind of wish I knew the first time I competed and something I can tell that a lot of people wish that they knew the first time they competed. So the first thing that you have to ask yourself is, are you ready to compete? And there are a bunch of variables to consider here. The first one I would say is, what's your current fitness status? How long have you been doing resistance training? Most people, they think that all they need is about six months, but 
depending on your experience, you typically need a little bit longer than that. And of course, too, this is going to depend on your category. So I won't go into detail as to what the specific requirements are for different categories. That's some research I would recommend you do on your own. Um, for the most part, though, I'll try to relay this maybe, maybe back to bikini competitors because that is my typical demographic as well, too. We do coach men's physique. But um, like I said, whichever category you are interested in, make sure you do your research as to what the requirement is. But in a general sense, there is a bit of muscle definition required for most people, including bikini competitors. Yes, of course, there's not as much as there would be for figure or physique or bodybuilding, but there is still some muscle definition required that might take longer than six months to actually build. So you need to take a look at your overall lifting experience. If you've only been lifting for six months, I would argue that you need more time and that's okay. You wanna look your best. There's a lot of time and effort that goes into competing. There's no rush and the biggest thing that I wish I knew when I first started competing was that the stage will always be there and for the amount of time and effort that goes into competing, you wanna feel and look your 100% best. So if there's still room to grow, if there's still muscle to build, as there always will be, but if you feel like you're not at your best and you've only been lifting for a few months, give yourself a year. Give yourself a full year of lifting and making sure that you are progressing and getting stronger in the gym and prioritizing your nutrition and just see where you're at at that point with your muscle growth. And at that point, it might be time to assess whether you feel like you're ready from a body composition standpoint to step on stage. The next thing to consider is how is your caloric intake? Is it at a healthy amount where you have room to cut from? From the start of your prep or are you consuming drastically low calories and doing so much cardio to the point where you don't even have room to make adjustments from it's important to remember that when you are competing it typically takes about a minimum of 12 weeks i would argue closer to a six month dieting period so if you think about that if you were consuming say 1500 calories right now and you aren't even dieting down for a show yet in order to lose weight you have to continue to draw a caloric deficit after a certain amount of time your body does plateau to the point where continuous caloric adjustments need to be made so if your starting point is 1500 calories over a six month period that's not leaving you a lot of room to make caloric adjustments towards after about six months you might be down to closer to 900 calories in order to continuously lose weight. I can promise you if you need to consume 900 calories to lose weight for a bodybuilding competition, you are going to be suffering. Ideally, you want to be at a much higher caloric intake for your starting point. So that way, by the time the six month period is over, you are minimizing the amount of unnecessary suffering as much of it as possible. Now these numbers are just for an example purposes, don't get married to the numbers, but it's just something to keep in mind. So if currently before you're even dieting, your calories are significantly low for your body type, you need to assess that and give your body time to readjust to your calorie maintenance levels. So that way when you are ready to diet down for a show, you have much more wiggle room to make adjustments. Okay, so the next thing that I think a lot of people need to consider before they step on stage is really taking an introspective look and asking themselves, how is their mental health? 
Dieting for a bodybuilding show is nothing more than a mental game. It really is. No matter how mentally fit you are, dieting can be very draining. Your hormones are all over the place. They're all out of whack. You're hungry all the time, especially as you approach the end of prep. As well, too, we have the ability now to see our competition on social media. So if you are in constant comparison mode when you are dieting down for a show, it's very easy to forget that Instagram can be very fictitious in how people look based on people's posing, the lighting, certain apps that make people look different. So it's very easy to get caught up in the comparison game and seeing who you're going to be up against when you step on stage. All of these things really affect our mental capacity to the point where it makes bodybuilding and it makes competing very challenging, very difficult. So prior to going through all of these negative adaptations that occur when you are dieting, if you already don't have a strong mindset, if you are already in a really bad comparison mode where you are constantly looking at other people and wanting to look like somebody else, or you just have a bad relationship with food, whatever it may be, those are areas that really need to be addressed prior to stepping on stage. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people still have the idea that competing will help fix some of these issues that people are going through. And in my experience, I have yet to see this be the case where if you have a bad relationship with food, if you have a bad relationship with your body, if you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, I have yet to see those things be fixed from bodybuilding. If anything, unfortunately, it amplifies those issues and makes them much worse. So don't be fooled and think that bodybuilding is going to fix some of these areas. Unfortunately, I I would not take that risk and I would not recommend it. I think that, like I said previously, the stage is always gonna be there. So be honest with yourself and really make sure that you are dealing with these issues first before considering doing a bodybuilding show. Okay, so the next thing, um, something that a lot of people actually forget about here is to consider how your finances are. Competing is pretty expensive, so make sure you are in a place where you can handle these expenses. You can expect to see some of the following costs that a lot of people don't even consider. The contest entry fees, coaching fees, the cost of your suit, jewelry and heels, accessories, bikini bite, you also need a pee cup, your spray tan, your makeup, your hair, travel, hotel. Competing is not cheap. Let me just say that. So make sure that you are in a good place financially before committing to it. Next, I really think that people need to focus on finding a coach that works for them. I know a lot of people will try to save money when it comes to coaching. And unfortunately, unless you are a coach yourself, I wouldn't recommend coaching yourself into a show. Even myself as a coach, I actually have a coach who helps me enter into a bodybuilding competition just because it's very difficult for us to be objective when it comes to our own results. If you already don't know what you're doing because you're not a coach yourself, it's very challenging to be objective with your own results and you already have enough to think about. As well too, as your calories do start to get lower, you develop this thing, it's called prep brain, where it's very difficult to make decisions and you don't have the energy to make decisions. So making pretty important decisions as you get closer and closer to your show becomes more and more important but it does become more and more difficult when you are dieting so it just it's a recipe for disaster I really recommend that you do consider working with a coach 
And then when you do, make sure that you are interviewing your coach. Don't just hire someone because they look super shredded. Don't just hire someone because they have a roster of successful clients. You need to base your decision on much more than that on a much deeper level. Make sure you're interviewing your coach. You understand their entire process. You understand everything that goes into a bodybuilding competition with them. You understand where they're going to be at when it comes to your peak week protocol, which we'll go through next. You understand too the dieting process and whether or not it's going to fit into your lifestyle because there's not one way to do things. There's multiple ways to do things. So if how a coaching company diets their clients down doesn't work for you, then it's probably not going to be the best fit. So take some time and make sure that you are interviewing your coach and you feel 100% comfortable with them in their processes and what they do. So that way you can, again, eliminate any unnecessary suffering, any uncertainty as much as possible. And that leads me into the next thing, understanding what their peak week protocol is. So for those who don't know what peak week is, basically it's just the week out before your show, but a lot of people will over glamorize peak week and think that they need to make a bunch of drastic changes when it comes to their peak week protocol. This is where, again, interviewing your coach comes into play, making sure that you understand what their protocol is and it doesn't sound like anything that's gonna be one, very dangerous, and two, very drastic. Unfortunately, there are some peak week protocols out there that require their athletes to cut water for three days, for example, and certain practices like this are unnecessary and not safe. So I just want to stress with this point that peak week, it's not some magical week where you're going to completely 180 how you look. So if you are ready before peak week, you should honestly be able to just coast into the show without doing anything too extreme. Yes, of course, there are some water and sodium manipulations that a lot of people can make when you are a bodybuilder or you're in men's physique, but it's nothing that's going to be extremely drastic to the point where you're drinking a shit ton of water or you're cutting water for multiple days to get there. So just make sure you understand what your peak week protocol is prior to again hiring your coach. And the last thing, the most important thing and the most underrated thing that people forget about when it comes to competing is what to do after the show. Most people, they don't realize how difficult it is after a show. So your show is done, right? Your goals are accomplished, you stepped on stage, you did it. And now because of that, you've been restricting yourself for let's say six months, and now you're able to finally eat again. A lot of people, they struggle and can't control their hunger because their satiety levels are so all over the place to the point where when you feel physically full, you are still mentally starving. This is the point right here that I wanna drive home that you don't really understand until you go through it. After you're done your show, it's the most challenging part because the goal is over. You have nothing else in the near future. The most challenging part that comes with that, and the reason that part is so challenging is because you get to the point where you get down to this lean body mass that you've never been at before. And after your dinner, like the next day or two, it's gone. It took six months to get there and it's gone within two days. It's insane and excuse my French here, but it is the biggest mindfuck that you will ever go through when it comes to competing. And a lot of people don't understand this and you're not going to physically understand it until you go through it. But being prepared that this is part of the process, being prepared that the prep is not done just because you've stepped off the stage is so important. So once the show is actually over, I recommend just that night to make sure you do go out, 
go enjoy yourself. Make a goal to order something that you want and have a dessert, but don't binge. Don't eat super quick. I promise you, if you do, you will regret it. So make sure you have somebody with you who understands that and can hold you accountable to that. Because like I said previously, your hormones are so out of whack that even though you're bloated and you feel physically full, mentally you're going to be starving and it is almost impossible to stop eating so make sure you're with somebody who understands that who can be like hey that's enough no more eating you're gonna get sick and then afterwards it's so important to still work with your coach for at least a couple of months a good coach will implement either a reverse diet or a recovery diet and this is a way for you to ease out of the restricted eating and implement this new dieting phase over the next couple of months. This is where you're gonna slowly incorporate calories back into your diet over time and slowly reverse out of restricted behaviors that you would have developed over the time period that you were cutting for the show. During this reverse dieting phase is gonna be the hardest part, yet it's gonna be the most important part. If you don't take this part of the prep seriously, what typically happens is a lot of people, they binge eat and they binge eat to the point where they put on really bad weight after a show. And this is where a lot of people have a really bad taste in their mouth from competing. It does cause some eating behaviors that you have never been accustomed to before, especially if you do have a healthy mindset going into this. You do develop some behaviors that, you know, prior to the prep you would have seen as not being healthy. So taking the reverse dieting phase seriously is extremely important because it's going to allow you to reverse out of being in this caloric deficit. It's going to allow you to reverse out of these unhealthy behaviors that have been developed. And that takes time. And the reason it's challenging and it's hard to adhere to is because there's no more goal in mind. So with that, I do recommend that you try to set a new goal for yourself, whether that be going to compete for a powerlifting meet, whether that be to maybe you're fitting into a wedding dress next year and you don't want to gain a bunch of unhealthy weight. Maybe that be you're training for a marathon or maybe you have some strength gain goals that you want to make in the gym. Whatever it is, you need to set a new goal for yourself and you need to set it fast because if your only thing that you're focusing on after the bodybuilding show is the reverse diet, it's very hard to hold yourself accountable and it's very hard to adhere to it unless you have something else that you're working towards. Maybe it's for another bodybuilding show three years from now. It doesn't have to be within the next week. It doesn't have to be within the next six months. It can be a long-term goal. Maybe you're getting married in two years. Whatever it may be, you need to set a new goal for yourself and you need to set it quick after the bodybuilding show. That's the best way to make the reverse dieting phase as easy as possible. Now, I'm not trying to scare you guys away. Some positive things to remember here is competing is a lot of fun. It's really insane to see where you can take your body. You really do meet some amazing people. I can't tell you how many great connections I have made with other athletes backstage. I've made such great friends and connections in the industry. It's a really fun, amazing sport. And to just get up on stage after all of your hard work and just show off all of your hard work. It truly is an amazing feeling. So I'm not trying to scare you guys away from it, but I do think that it is really important to see the entire big picture because a lot of the negatives aren't really portrayed and competing unfortunately can be over glamorized. And like I said, it's a great sport, but 
there's a lot of risk to it. It's like any other sport. Just like if you go play football, you're at risk of hurting yourself if you get tackled. It's the exact same thing when it comes to bodybuilding. You need to understand the risks that are involved if you're going to compete in bodybuilding. So take it seriously. Yes, of course, if it's just a hobby and you want it to be a, it's a bucket list item that you want to do before you're 30, before you're 40, whatever it may be, that's great. But you still need to make sure that you take it seriously because it's no joke and there are some risks that are involved. Overall, competing, it can be extremely rewarding and empowering if you know what to expect. So do your research and make it a memorable experience. I hope you guys found this helpful. If you need me to clarify anything that I discussed today, don't hesitate to reach out to me. My email is kristen at thenattyhour.com. Thank you all so much for listening. I look forward to chatting with you all soon, but until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.